Good day, everyone. It's Steve Preda here with Succession Secrets. And today's episode 71 is titled The Three Ways to Value a Business. Welcome to the Succession Secrets Podcast, where you can grow, groom, and graduate from your business in just seven minutes a day. And now, here is your host, Steve Prada. Welcome back, Succession Seekers. And today, I'd like to speak with you about valuing a business. And there are many, many ways of valuing a business. I used to do it seven or eight different ways. We used to have clients that requested us to value their business in very sophisticated ways. And we used to produce 100-page reports about valuing businesses. But really, there are three basic ways to value a business. One is the market-based valuation. The second one is a cash flow-based valuation. And the third one is the replacement value. So let me explain this. So the market value is really the value that market participants, investors, potential buyers, uh, potential partners, when they first look at the business, this is the, the valuation they are going to go by. They don't really know much about your company. Maybe they know just the headline numbers. They know what the EBITDA of the company is, what the sales revenue, what the profit is. Maybe they know a couple of balance sheet figures, but they don't really know the details. They don't know what's behind the numbers. So what can they go off? They can basically uh, take your main headline numbers and they can compare your numbers to other companies in similar industries, similar size, similar country, and uh, similar type of setup. And they are going to be comparing those companies. So let's say if companies in your segment, you're in the manufacturing, you're manufacturing widgets and widget manufacturers. If your company is, let's say, $20 million sales revenue, if these, uh, you know, maybe 10 to $50 million companies are valued at five times net profit, then they will assume that you would be valued at five times net profit and they would just multiply your profit figure by five and that would be your your value. So what are the metrics that are most regularly used for valuation? It depends. Uh, For some companies, especially fast-growing, many technology companies fall into this bracket, which are not yet profitable, but they have revenue. Then sometimes they are valued on a revenue multiple basis. Some other companies, listed companies on the public markets, they are typically valued on a price earnings multiple basis. But private companies, especially smaller ones, but even even larger ones are most likely to be valued uh, on an EBITDA multiple basis. And why EBITDA? In my experience is basically EBITDA is the closest proxy for the cash flow of the company because it's, it's earnings before interest tax depreciation and amortization. That's the acronym. And it basically gives you the number, which is the operating profit before depreciation. So the operating profit plus depreciation added back, that's EBITDA. And essentially, this is the cash flow, a very rough approximation of the cash flow. Obviously, the real cash flow will be influenced by the working capital movements of the company. It will be influenced by capital outlays, of the business, but essentially this is kind of a, a proxy for cash flow. Banks like it because this is the cash, this is the amount that they can put their hands on. If uh, the company is in default, they're going to stop any capital outlays. They are going to control working capital very closely, and essentially they can use EBITDA to start repaying the loan, and that gives them comfort. Private equity funds like to use EBITDA because banks use EBITDA, so. 
this is a common denominator that they they can use and and basically it gives them a good handle on on how much they can pay they know how much the bank is willing to lend they know what return requirements they have and they figure out how many times EBITDA cash they can inject in the company and still make their required return. So this is the market-based valuation. The second is a cash flow-based valuation and cash flow valuation and typically it's called discounted cash flow valuation. So the value of the company is the some of the values of, of future cash flows of the company discounted back to present value. Obviously, so it's a, a sum of the present values of the cash flows of the future cash flows of the company. That's cash flow valuation. And the reason it is used is that some companies are not done justice by market valuation because they may be fast growing. So their current EBITDA may not be representative of the future EBITDAs. And therefore, an EBITDA-based market valuation would undervalue the company. Or the company may have a very fluctuating cash flow and EBITDA for that matter. And it's not enough to just take this year's and multiply, but it's much better to take the projected cash flows of the business and calculate the valuation on that basis. If the cash flow based valuation gives a lower result, then the market based valuation will be relevant. But if it's if it gives a higher result, obviously, then the cash flow is going to be relevant. The third Type of valuation is is really a sanity check more than anything else. In most cases, it's not going to be relevant because for most cases, the replacement value of a business is going to be higher than than the cash flow or the market value of the business. Because if if it wasn't the case, then the business would not be worth very much. It would mean that the business hasn't built up goodwill. Essentially, it's just the sum of its assets and its market position can be just recreated by throwing some money at marketing and, and hiring a few salespeople. Replacement value is, is important because it, it gives a reality check to the buyer. They know what the market-based valuation is. They possibly looked at the cash flow-based valuation, and then they just double-check what would it take them to recreate that business from scratch and what would that cost. And if that cost is lower than the market or the cash flow value, then that's going to be the real value. In fact, then they're not going to buy the company. They are just going to recreate it or they are going to use this argument to try to buy the company cheaper. In my experience, a replacement value is very rarely used. The only place I see it used is, is when a company that wants to, for example, establish a manufacturing operation in, in maybe a low-cost country then they will consider as an alternative buying a local company with an existing workforce and equipment and everything so that it would basically allow them to get off the starting block much faster. So it would actually be the study check for them would be to check what the market value for a local company is and their default position would be setting up the Greenfield operation. So that's really the uh, the main situation that I, I envisage this happening. So these are the three valuation methods. So cash flow valuation, market valuation, the higher of the two counts. And then as a sanity check, the replacement valuation and the lowest of the three, if that's the replacement valuation. So, so whichever is the higher, that will be compared with the replacement value and the lower of these two is going to be the relevant valuation. So... That's about valuation today. Thanks for tuning in for the podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If that is the case, please go on iTunes and rate us 
and send us uh, write a review on this podcast. That would be really helpful. And in the meantime, until we speak next time, remember your succession is success. Thank you for listening to the Succession Secrets Podcast. Make sure you check out SuccessionSecrets.com for archive podcasts and transcripts and IntrepCoaches.com. That's E-N-T-R-E-P Coaches.com to download your free copy of the Your Terms newsletter.